Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. What does it really take to be an influencer? Today, former Top 100 digital marketing influencer Dan Knowlton and his brother Lloyd are discussing the topic of influence and why there's more to influencers than just selling teeth whitening kits. If you're a marketer, if you're a business owner and you want to sell more of your products, grow your business, you need to be doing certain things to know how you can influence more people. We're also going to cover the positive steps you can take to build your influence, allowing you to better leverage the things you want in whatever industry you're in. My thing is, understand you could do this at any level. You don't need to have a million followers online to to have enough influence to help you achieve what you want to achieve. So what can you do starting today to grow your status as an influencer? Stay tuned to find out. Right, let's get going. This is episode 62 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Is there anything in the world more wanky than the world of influencers, Lloyd? No. Nope. Nope. There's not, uh, is there? No. Nope. So let's let's leave it at that. No, I think that whenever I talk about influencers or hear the word influencers, I think it does make me feel a little bit cringe. It's it's weird, isn't it? You know, like if someone's job is to makes, influence makes people. Makes you feel cringy. Yeah. You're, you're, we're the cringiest guys I know well, already. So does it make you feel cringy because you are an influencer? Well, I, I remember I used to have in my bio for all my social accounts, top 100 digital marketing influencer, which sounds oh, so... So you you labelled yourself an influencer? No, 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 no. Let me just justify that. Oh, who, who who put it in the bio then, mate? Um, someone put me on a list that said I was one of them. Uh, oh, did they then... Did you give them your login details to put it in your no, bio? No, no, I did you? actually write yes. that. Yeah. You... Oh. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, though, like... We, the way we've grown our business is through building our influence. And this is why I think it's important for our, our listeners who don't want to be cringe. I think you, you ultimately, if you're trying to grow a business, if you're trying to get people to buy your products and services, you need to influence them. Yeah. And I think that's where people like um, Steve, the the guy that runs a graphic design business with 12 employees, I think... Here's the word influencer. It's like, God, what am I going to do? Sell sell bottles off of Love Island on my Instagram? I'm not an influencer. Yeah. And I think actually, there's like that's a, not it. That's not it. Yeah. That's that's what like, the media says influencers are, and that's all a lot of people see that aren't into that world. But actually, there's a lot more to it. I think, like we say with a lot of these topics we talk about, it's it's changing the way you think about things. Mm. Like this episode isn't about how you can. Grow a following and sell teeth whitening kits. This is about, you know, if you're a marketer, if you're a business owner and you want to sell more of your products, grow your business, Mm. you need to be doing certain things to know how you can influence more people. Because ultimately, we're we're all trying to convince other people of our ideas. Mm. You know, so so what is an influencer? Tell me, give me a give me a definition. Influencer. In my mind, an influencer is someone who uh, changes someone's behaviour or influences them to take a certain action. So Steve, the managing director of the graphic design business, mm. could influence you to choose his his team's style of design for your next yeah. uh, launch of a something rather than someone else's. Or Sandra, who wants a job at Knowlton, can influence us in her interview to want to hire her. Mm. 
by the way she presents herself and the evidence she gives that she can do a good job. Yeah. So it's the difference between the the media's thing of an influencer is you have this audience on TikTok or Instagram and you make them buy these shitty things. Shit things. <laughs> yeah. Whereas actually we think be of it. an influencer on a different scale of like yeah. there's a group of people, whether that's ten people who are part of the decision making process of who's gonna get hired for the job I want. Yeah. Or there's 2,000 people that might work with me in East Sussex on yeah. my graphic design. And this isn't about, you know, this episode isn't about how to become an influencer. It's how to build your influence in your industry. Because just like we've done, again, whenever we come up with these topics to talk about, we look, we analyze our behavior and what we've done well and what we haven't done well and talk mm. about it. And one of the things I feel we have done quite well at is um, from nothing, building our influence even like I think a lot of people over the years have thought that we're a lot bigger than we are because we've built up a persona of a company mm. that's doing quite well. And that's why a couple of days ago, we were at the Ivy in London at a book launch. We were. Um, because we, we were mentioned in the book using this exact tactic. It's a book called Agency Nomics um, by, we've spoken about it before, Spencer and Pete. Pete. Um don't use their full names because I forgot Spencer's surname. So Gallagher. Uh, yep, Peter Hool. Um, yeah, and in there they talk. They they call it using fame to grow your business, and that's the thing. Fame is the word that was used in the '90s and early 2000s mm. for this of getting attention and then using it uh, to to benefit your business or you or other people in some way. And now people call it influence and yeah. influencers and that kind of thing. And there's cer there's certain things you can do that we're going to talk about in this episode to to build your influence. And and again, looking at what, what we've done well, I remember the first thing we did to even, because you know when you're starting out, no one has a clue who you are. You know, it's me. Oh, I'm done. I, I help your business, like you always say. No one knew what we did. But one of the first things we did was write in a well-known publication called Social Media Examiner, which is like a social media marketing publication. That was the first thing that we got known for, basically but giving advice about social media on a, on a credible platform. That was the first kind of notch yeah. in the belt. And I think it's really interesting because that, uh, like suddenly that was published and for a handful of people, Dan Knowlton was influential. They read. They thought thing, I like, knew what I was talking about. This guy is writing like advice and a guide for using social media to market your business. And God, if he asked me to do anything, I would say, Yes, Dan Knowlton. Exactly. You are so influential. I think something really important for listeners and viewers to think about is people think you have to be an influencer or you're not an influencer, like black and white. Mm. And I think that stops people from taking action of using this kind of strategy to help build their business or build stuff around them to be able to achieve what they want to achieve. And I think... You need to be more accepting. There's, there's, it's just a there's big levels. gray area. Like mm. I have a level of influence. Mm. Like I have people that recognise me online and and see me as an expert in certain things. Do you? Weird, right? But there, there is a number of people. questionable, questionable. <laughs> like <laughs> no, you have a bigger group of people that mm. see you as influential. Like and our employees, like they have. Uh, an a audience a of smaller people. audience than mm. me of people that think they're influential. Do you see what I mean? Like mm. everyone has that and, and everyone has the opportunity to grow that group of people that, that 
see them as influential mm. in their decision making and that can be used to benefit them in the future their business or benefit others which mm. i think is a good thing to think about as well not necessarily all for personal gain but how can you help others with your influence yeah so what other things like i'm trying to think back to what we've so things like um writing for social media examiner from that actually that was kind of that opened the doors to then people started contacting us to be on things like their podcasts oh i read your article in social media examiner or, or content marketing institute where there's another publication i wrote for then it's like oh can I come on our podcast and talk about that hmm. i remember the, one of the first podcasts i went on i think it's still live and it's awful you know when you first do something you don't really know what you're talking about and they yeah. ask questions and you yeah. just but then I just think it's okay because there's different levels of all of this. Like I'm saying, mm. like you on that first podcast are never going to get a million people going, Dan Nelson is mm. the best person in digital marketing. But there's going to be people that had less knowledge than you that, that you were able to help with advice mm. in that podcast and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously cringy looking back. Yeah. Definitely. Um, your hair was cringy as well. Yeah. I mean, I've done lots of stuff with my hair. Yeah. But that, that was another thing. And then there was like speaking at events, anywhere where you can get on a platform where people listen to you and they trust what you're going to be saying. Um, we, we, we've kind of capitalized on that over the years and really thought, where, where do people go to consume content where they actually think it's credible, like credible publications? So we wrote articles for them. Yeah. Pod, well-known podcasts, events, industry events, um, and that kind of thing. So... I have listened to this and I've realized, oh, I don't have to flog teeth whitening kits to be an influencer and I don't have to be a 21-year-old woman in swimwear. Mm. I can be Gary from Hampshire yep. selling toilet seats. Mm -hmm. What steps do you take? Like, So this is completely new and I'm like, oh, I haven't tried this before. What steps so, do you take to get into it? One, understand who it is you're trying to influence that's the key first step mm -hmm. who are your target market which is like marketing 101 which you might have already done in other areas of marketing yeah. and how you already get mm. win business or find customers already yeah two um understand who do these people already listen to who already influences them what podcasts do they listen to uh, whose videos do they watch who do they go to see speak at events? And it's probably people you're already aware of because you're probably watching them and thinking, wow, if I could do that. Yeah, exactly. And then once you understand um, who those people are, then it's a case of reaching out to them and trying to do some kind of collabs. Like, you know, if they've got a podcast saying, can I be a guest on your podcast? Mm. If it's um, an industry publication that um, they read all the time, you know, mm. sending them a message and saying, I'd love to write an article for your publication. If it's a local networking group where people go to, then going there and actually, you know. I think also when you're reaching out to those people, just making sure that you um, you are providing value to them. Because if you're just saying, can I come on your podcast? Sometimes you'll get a yes, but mm. that's like saying, can you do me a favor? Like, I want to speak on your podcast. Yeah. I think having kind of your value proposition ready to go of like, oh, I've got a bit of a different angle on this niche thing within our industry mm. we've had success with. I think your audience would be interested to hear about that and something that other people, you know, that, that is your thing that you're currently mm. an expert in, no matter how niche and small within that it's, have, it's having the what's in it for them mentality. Whenever, yeah. you're, whenever you're trying to collab with someone or do something that's going to benefit you, you need to be thinking what's in it for them so that you can then approach them with the thing that's going to give them value yeah. to help. 
we get hundreds of messages uh, saying, can this person come on your podcast? Mm. And it's like, it's it's so clear that it's just they're trying to promote something. They're trying to sell a yeah. course or they're trying to sell a book and stuff. And it's like, rather than people building a relationship with you and like, oh, I've got this really interesting thing to talk about that genuinely your mm. audience would like to hear. It's that long-term approach again, isn't it, mm. that we always speak about, that you're not going to suddenly generate loads of sales instantly, but doing this over time, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. Yeah. Influencers. Influencers. And, and influencers. Weird. Okay. Um, so, to summarise. Understand who your target market yeah. are know who they listen to already and then actually reach out to them to to start collaborating and creating content on this. My platforms. thing is understand you could do this at any level. You don't need to have a million followers online to to have enough influence to help you achieve what you want to mm. achieve. We've got relatively low numbers of listeners on this podcast compared to all the biggest podcasts in the world, but we have enough of an audience that care about what we say helps us grow our business significantly and makes us happy and allows our team to do all the great work we do love it thanks for listening guys love you all see you next week